0: Rest in peace, Big T. I share this sad story with you today to help in our healing process and to remember our good mate and fellow miner, Big T, on this, the third anniversary of his passing. My hope is to encourage you and your mates, your dad, hubby, boyfriend, brothers, son, uncle, pop, and even your boss, to get checked out this has changed at least one of Tony's mates. He is now fit and healthy and looking forward to living a long and full life. That's what we all want, right? Get a little bit healthier, drink a bit less, be more active, and go to the bloody doctor when things aren't right, and for your checkups. This goes for us too, ladies. Hello, and welcome to another Beers with a Minor audio blog. No time to read? Listen in as I read and then discuss blog posts from the madmumsy.com website. Today is episode 10. Woohoo! Double figures! Now let's dig in. Get it? Dig? Mining? Oh, crack me up. Rest in peace, Big T. O.C. or Tony, depending what you called him. Lessons learned. Look after you. Sadly, he is now one of our angels watching over us all. He was a joker, a clown, a big kid. He was an amazing guy. Lovable, helpful, great boss. All-round good Aussie bloke. He was also my daughter's soulmate. There was an age difference, but that did not matter to them. He was a country guy who had his Toyota ute, tinny, Harley and cowboy hat. She loved doof-doof music and Britney Spears, Holdens, Home and Away and her mini Foxies. He always wanted a real dog. They waited a long time for a special puppy to come from his best mate's dogs. He called her Toya after Toyota. She was to sleep outside, go on the back of the ute and get a kick in the guts every now and again if she played up. It sounds terrible in hindsight, but I'm sure it was said like an old bush saying. When Toya was a puppy and first arrived home, Tony went out to work for a week. By the time he came back from shift, she was sleeping on the bed with my daughter and her two little mini foxies. He said he knew that was going to happen. Not much changed. Lucky they had a king-sized bed, because they all slept on it. Tony was happy in spirit, but not in heart, as it turned out. The signs were all there. He used to sweat a lot, and tire quite easily. They went to the doctor, who asked him to make a promise. You have this lovely young lady to live for now. Promise me, and her... You will go to the cardiologist next break. Sadly, he did not make that appointment. He did not come home next break. At the end of a long night shift, his heart gave up on the pit floor at the new Central Queensland coal mine, Dornier. I cannot imagine what it was like for his crew. Who found him? Try to wake him up, perform CPR, call the emergency, wait for help to arrive, and then find out that he had died. Watch his body being removed after hours laying dormant, waiting for paperwork and procedures. Close the mine. (laughs) For how long? The police came to my house looking for my daughter, Tony's next of kin, but she was at her sister's on a holiday. I had to ring and tell her the horrendous news. That was the hardest thing I have ever had to do. She just kept saying, What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? That saying still haunts me. She fainted on the floor in front of her sister and son, who still didn't know what had happened. I had to repeat the news. It was heart-wrenching for all concerned. Tony's work were great. They sent representatives to speak about one of their own supervisors at his funeral. I believe they also paid for drinks at the wake, as they met his family and shared stories of what a great guy he truly was. They also offered us counselling if we needed, and were in contact regularly, especially in those initial stages. The funeral was down Brisbane Way, and many of his workmates could not make it. They wanted to get together and have their own memorial service at the Cuttable Pub, one of his favourite watering holes. I was honoured to see the love and genuine heartbreak of a great workmate and boss taken too soon. The care and concern for my daughter from the people that day was amazing. And I thank you all so much. Not long after Tony passed away, Toya, the puppy, was bitten by a brown snake. All my daughter could say was, she can't die too. Thanks to the awesome team at the Valley Vet in Walkeston, a week's stay and $6,000 plus later, lucky I took a VR, she survived and became a pin-up dog for what the vet can do when money is not an option. She had to live. It was kind of like keeping Tony alive somehow. As time passed, my daughter contacted the local paper to help promote the Heart Foundation, who were having their yearly awareness campaign. The message is loud and clear, peeps. Go to the bloody doctors, you blokes. You're not invincible. Just ask Big T. Oh, you can't, can you? Because He had a massive heart attack at the bottom of the pit at 5 a.m. at the end of night shift. I'll have to read that again because I've got the table. I might as well have a drink. Fuck, oh, this is hard. <clears throat> Go to the bloody doctors, you blokes. You're not invincible, just ask Big T. Oh, you can't, can you? because he had a massive heart attack at the bottom of the pit at 5am at the end of night shift. His mates rallied around us, and each other. On this, the third anniversary, 4th of June 2016, they are doing their first memorial ride. Sons of the Southern Cross SMC Memorial Poker Run I share our story with you I guess to help us in our healing and to remember our good mate but to encourage you, your mate, your dad, hubby, boyfriend, bro, son, uncle, pop, boss to get checked out. This has changed at least one of Tony's mates. He is now fit and healthy and looking forward to living a long and full life. That's what we all want, right? Get a little bit healthier, drink a bit less be more active and go to the bloody doctor when things aren't right and for your checkups. Goes for us too, ladies. I would also like to add for everyone to please, if you can, learn first aid and how to do effective CPR, as this too may help save lives, especially in those initial moments. Here's one of our angels now. Sadly, the number is growing. There's quite a team gathering. He was a great partner to my daughter and grandson and was already a huge part of our family. When I walk home from the castle where they lived, the light always flashes. Hello, Tony. The clock stopped at five in the castle kitchen that day he died. New batteries would not make it go. My daughter threw it in the bin. She was cranky at the clock. At five o'clock? At the world. But it was my clock. There are still clock issues in that room. (laughs) Hello, Tony. If you have lost loved ones, it is the little things that help you remember them. You can believe in the woo woo side or not, but look for the ways to see them, remember them, talk about them. Have a memorial, light a candle. Get the old photos out, remember the good times, have a cry and a laugh. Think of the things you did together and what you discovered and kept hold of in your life now. It is hard when life throws shit at you, and this was one of those times me and my family, along with everyone else Tony's life, touched. How do we continue? I wrote a blog post about this just after I was starting to come out of the haze kind of bent but not broken perhaps the words on the above post can help you too tomorrow will be the third anniversary i will be in a pit in a coal mine trying to heed my own words and not be too broken i know my daughter will be trying too but also remembering and honoring a great bloke who blessed so many of us with his presence in a life cut too short So that was the blog post that I wrote about our third anniversary for Tony's passing. It was very hard to read, I don't know if you could feel that, but Miss Mad Mumsy, who's very emotional and cries at the drop of the hat, I held it together and maybe because I had a couple of cries yesterday, because it was actually yesterday now, and... I will be going to that memorial ride and catching up with Tony's mates and see how they're all doing and no doubt tell some nice stories about him again. They call him Big T and a few people call him O.C. I guess because of O'Connor being his last name. Yesterday when I was at work I found out that the mine where it happened, Dornia, actually named a dam after Tony. It's called O'Connor's Dam. That's a great way to honour him and help his workmates to remember. That's the sort of thing we can talk about in the upcoming podcast in these series is how to remember and how to honour people when times have been tough and how workmates can get through things together. So this is how we do it here on Beers with a Miner. I'm honoured to have a beer with you, Tony. So let's crack a can and cheers, mate. It's been a pleasure. So I thought I would also read to you the blog post I wrote in those very early weeks after Tony died on my other website, other website riverhouse.com. These were the sort of things I was trying to help my daughter with, and myself as well and you know we've just got to try and one time one of these days you've got to get off the bed and get on with it and find the reasons to do that so I thought that I would also read that blog post in this episode 10 of course remember you can check out the show notes with the links, plenty of pictures. There's a video there of Toya in the vets talking. <laughs> it was a great sign that she was alive. We could hear her talking. The vet said she could they could she knew we were there, and she was going, "Oh, she knew she wasn't a dog that did that, so that was a really huge moment in that week where we it was touch and go the whole way whether she could survive or not so head to the show notes mad forward slash beers 10 that's the number 10 double figures okay i'll read this blog post called kind of bent but not broken latest post which started to be all about what has been happening within our area as you will see I digress slightly but I hope you will still enjoy this little ride and perhaps will see your world and those in it with fresh eyes by the end as you may or may not know our family recently had devastating news of my daughter's partner Tony sadly passing away whilst at work this has been a very hard time for us all Hence my absence for a while on dot com. You can read more about this at Crocs here post and get a feel for who our mate Tony was when he spent a day on the creek and they saw a crocodile with Tony and brought home a feed of mud crabs, my dad's first ever mud crab. So. For those listening to the podcast, if you head to the show notes, you can also see a link to that blog post. I'm not going to read that one out. That's more pictures, I guess. I'm carrying on. The previous week, my best friend's mum also passed away. Whilst I was in Melbourne at her funeral, I found out that 30% of my other family at work were being sacked and that there was no news as yet on what was happening to the rest of us. I had very mixed feelings of worry for my crew. What was going to happen, and to whom? Most of all, I was stressing that I wasn't there to help them through this tough time. (laughs) It's probably the mum and nana coming out in me, but that's how I roll. Yes, they do become like family when you spend half your life together, working long hours away from your loved ones. Of course, like all families, not everyone gets along. A crazy mix of personalities, such as the weird stalker cousin you don't talk to, the angry uncle, or the young annoying brother. However, I care, and mostly enjoy their company, sharing stories of their journeys in life. Family. Caught between a funeral and sackings, the feeling of guilt was confusing. There were people around me with crushed hearts for the loss of a wonderful lady and I was also sad for having to say goodbye to her. At the same time, I was stressing about work. Was that wrong? Then, two weeks later, those crushed hearts were too close to home, mine being one of them, having to tell my daughter the bad news, travelling for yet another funeral and more broken people. How do we cope with this? In my opinion, it's okay to wallow in (laughs) self-pity. Curl yourself up in a ball and scream out, Why? Eat crappy food or don't eat at all. Drink too much. Cry and cry and cry. Get angry. Be a sloth. Feral. Don't care what you look like. Hide inside away from the world. Let your car look dirty and then uh, <laughs> let your car look dirty and abandoned. Mine certainly was. Not want to talk to anyone. Emotional posts on Facebook. Perhaps hoping your lost loved one is reading it. But this state cannot last forever. We need to become bent, not broken. Life goes on. Eventually, we have to come back one day at a time. For me, it is now that time. I am forever grateful for the support, love and caring from our family, friends and the locals in our beautiful area. Thank you so much. I'm returning to work this week in a very fragile state. The support I felt from my other family was amazing. Thank you also guys. Some long-lasting new friendships have also developed as my tribe continues to change, grow, evolve and renew. I look forward to getting to know these new special people in the coming weeks, months and years. It is nice to know there are good people around and that when things go crazy we can all help each other through the tough times. In times of grief and sadness... Really, the only good that can come from it is to encourage us all to reconnect with the areas of our life that at times can be neglected. We get so busy dealing with the busyness of living. Sometimes we can go about the days with our blinkers on to the beauty that surrounds us. Yeah, I mean, the sunsets, the stars and the moon, sights, sounds and smells, but more importantly, the people in our lives. Those close to us are obvious jewels that make every day special. Life can become the drudgery of working, housework, cooking, getting to and from school and sport, homework and chores, shopping, tending to animals, planning the money, paying the bills, always needing more. We start to wait for the next elusive holiday where you can go and do something else catch up properly with some quality time together instead you have to get up the next day and do it all over again it is in this space the day in day out routines that we at times forget to stop look inside with a sense of gratitude and to have a little fun realize no one is here forever so enjoy each other now what about other people too Let's try to become more aware of noticing others. Smile and say hi, even if you don't know them. Yours may be the only smile they see all day, all week. Go first, pick up the phone, send someone a long overdue connection. In this time of technology, it is too easy. A text, email, private message, friend request on Facebook... Or hey, what about an old-fashioned letter or postcard from your hometown? During these past few weeks, I have tried to touch base with my online internet business courses here and there, written a few words for future blogs, and listened to my podcasts for inspiration. This newfound online community has also inspired me to continue on my journey, believe in my dreams... Live life today and love and connect with each other now. Time to reflect on the people in my life, the community I live in, wonderful daily sights, sounds and smells, and the plans I have to continue to grow and learn. I hope you can come along for the ride, and today look at the people in your life, treasure their presence, and have a little fun. So now after listening to that I hope but I hope you understand what I meant about being kind of bent not broken We're still not right but we're not snapped in half and smashed up all over the floor I chose to share that with you now because perhaps you too are going through some tough times or someone else you know is How do you cope? I'd love to hear from you. Head to the show notes to share your ideas com forward slash beers 10 that's the number 10 well <laughs> I hope that this hasn't been as hard to listen to as it has been to prepare and share with you this third anniversary has inspired me to do a series of podcasts on what we can do when we have bad days or life turns to shit <laughs> which invariably it does right in upcoming episodes, you can expect to hear my thoughts and tips. Meet Jody, a life coach. The hard hat mentor will be back, and I'm working on chatting to a straight talking doctor to tell us what to be on the lookout for. I have also discovered that there are many fantastic groups and networks that are doing awesome work to help us minors. I'll be sure to share them with you through interviewing some of those. Well that should keep me busy, what are you going to (laughs) do? I'll try to make those episodes a bit lighter than this one, but things need to change for many of us, so I'm giving everyone a kick up the butt to live a long and healthy life and be around for years to come. Remember all the links we discussed in this episode can be found at madmumsy.com forward slash beers 10 and that's madmumsy with a z or a z depending where you're from and the number 10. I would love you to please leave a rating and review on iTunes so more people can hear about the Beers with a Minor podcast. And head to madmumsy.com forward slash iTunes to find the subscribe link and you won't miss any episodes at all. Thank you so much for listening and please share with your mates. Until next week, stay safe, be real, be special and have fun for we only live once. Cheers.